Welcome to the Nintendo Show, episode 22. I'm your co-host, Devin Moon, and with me, as always, my only hope, Trevor Payne. Trev! What up? Oh, man, I am so excited. I look forward to these Sundays, these days we get to join together in in union and holy... Not matrimony, but in holy, some kind of holiness, holy Nintendo-money. Oh, it's uh-huh, great, dude. Uh-huh. I love yep. this. It's, I don't know why I went with that, but you know what? I'm going to go with it. Incest is the best cest. Yes. <laughs> that's what they've said. No, that's just how committed I am to, to the, you and this podcast, Dev, is, is it's almost like a, you know, it's almost like a marriage, you know? It's a, yes, it's a real, it's a real solid relationship. We are built on a sol- solid rock here, a foundation of Nintendo, of Miyamoto's, of love and joy and a, and a, and a fan base uh, to boot. And so let's get into it. This week, everyone, we're going to be covering the latest on Animal Crossing New Horizons. We're going to go into some South Korean uh, rating board crap to figure out what they got to say. And we're going to talk about the coronavirus, which is a little more bummery, but we're going to talk about it and how it affects Nintendo and gaming in 2020. And, and Trev, on top of that, we're going to do all the comments, the questions, the concerns that come from you loyal fans. Uh, are you ready to go, Trev, are you ready, sir? So ready. Oh man, let me here. Let me put on my my vest. I, I have my podcasting vest. You know this about me. I always got to put on my podcasting vest right before. Has all my little snacks, my little treats. Just so, you know that way I'm ready for this whole trip. So let's do this. I, it's on. Okay, it's zipped Ooh, in. I'm ready to go. Let's in. do this. It's real cute. Yeah, I love that vest of yours. I'm a big fan of that vest. It's real cool looking, too. It's oh, real boy. cool. It's like Boy Scout-ish. You got your little pins from all your Nintendo stuff you did, all your merit badges from the Nintendo Knights. Uh, oh, dude, very cute. What if there was like a Boy Scouts of Nintendo or something like that? Oh, uh, dude, I would have been an eagle. I would have been right? an eagle then. <laughs> I would have actually cared. I would have oh, made it. it. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Trev, Mr. Miyamoto, he came back. He came back from the mountains of Afghanistan, my friend. We rescued him from Afghanistan. And as he sat there dying, spitting up some blood, it was as traumatic. In Trevor's arm, in Trevor's arms, warm, comforting arms, by the way. And then a single phrase came from his mouth. Animal Crossing Direct, he said. And then blood spilled <laughs> out of his oh mouth. <laughs> Devin, the fact that you're recounting this, I don't want to I don't want to relive this. Like Devin, like it was it was that traumatic. The fact that you have to bring it up again, dude. But the thing is, the thing is, we did get him the help that he needed. <laughs> we did. He is fine. He got a doctor. He's totally cool. <laughs> it sounds more traumatic than it was at the moment. It was stressful. Listen, it was stressful. Uh, yeah, so he's back. So we got that Animal Crossing Direct uh, news. Uh, let's talk about it. The most highly anticipated game of, uh, well, of March for sure and of the year for Nintendo <laughs> thus far. Because they haven't announced anything else. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Uh, they gave us 25-minute Direct uh, this past week. The Direct featured a list of things we can expect from the game, both good some bad. And here's the list. According to Nintendo Life, let's start with the crafting. It seems like crafting seems to be a bigger aspect yeah. in this game than any of the other ones that I've played. I know Pocket right. Camp has kind of kind of got into this aspect where it's a lot more uh, about creating things and like grabbing things from the world and making them. Uh, so this this game is definitely leaning on that. And I really dig that. I really like how we're really going for crafting in this one. A lot of people are taken from this Breath of the Wild crafting kind of junk, and I really enjoy it. So I I like that. It gamifies it to me a little bit more, kind of adds a little more gamification to it. So I'm digging the crafting. Trev, you liking the crafting? I do. And I like, so like with this, like you're going around doing chores, gathering materials and stuff. And I like that now you can do something really cool with them. You don't have to just go and see what's in the shops. Cause in past games, I would always turn it on like once a day so I could run over to the shops, see what the shops are selling. So that way I could be like, Oh cool. They have the thing I'm looking for. And this seems like obviously it'll have that, but the fact that you'll be able to craft your own stuff. And then the other cool thing is too, is not only once you craft, it it used to be that you could only put a lot of the stuff inside your home so like you would 
you know, build a couch or a TV or whatever, which I don't know how these little villagers are building TVs and stuff. Them smart little villagers, you know what I mean? It's amazing what they do with trees these days. (laughs) Obviously, we did not get the memo. It sounds like you can just place objects throughout the whole map outside even too, which is awesome. And where in past games, you had to get like approval from the... I don't know, whatever the person was to like be able to put a fountain in a certain spot. And, and it wasn't very customizable with this. Like you can really just, it seems like build it, put it out there and really customize the whole place. And that excites the crap out of me. Yeah. Just the whole Island is basically your, uh, your home. Like essentially it's your canvas, Devin. Yeah, it's your canvas. It's just art, baby. It's art. No, it really like before it was like, oh, it's my home that I can decorate. And even and even in the Animal Crossing games before, I felt like decorating it was kind of convoluted. I know it got better with Pocket Camp and you can see it It in this game that it got better, too. Like you can like uh, just the way that the camera pulls out and how you're editing your rooms and stuff is a lot more editing rather than like a figure moving it around. It's you looking at the objects and moving them where you want them to be. So I love how the world outside is editable, 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 edible. I mean, you could eat it edit. too, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can eat things and edit it. Uh, so there's that. There's two. We got the two hemispheres. We got the we got the southern. We got yeah. your northerns. So when you start up you get to choose you know where you want to be what what hemisphere are you gonna be rocking dude i think i'm gonna stick with ours because it's just gonna be a little warmer i like the warmer temps nah. <laughs> i'm not <laughs> gonna go. I, not fill up the chili because we're gonna get a little bit into the spring here soon so for me i'm like i think i'll stick i'll stick where we are i don't not not feeling that australian stuff yeah nah dude that sounds crazy toilets are spinning backwards it's real insane but (laughs) no like well the other the thing i love about animal crossing too because it always like yeah there'd be like these marathon sessions that i would play at this game and dive in and be doing a bunch of stuff but sometimes it was just hey there's a holiday coming up i'm gonna check in and see what's going on because they'll have like seasonal events and different things. So I want to kind of keep this hemisphere to match with where I'm living. So that way when like Christmas stuff is going on that, hey, that's snowing in the actual game. And it just, you know, feels like it fits a little bit better for where we're living, I guess. But I like that you have that option. You can kind of mix it up. But man, that's that's the other thing I forgot how much I love about Animal Crossing is just just dipping in every once in a while. Be like, dude, what's going on? What's happening here? You know, like 4th of July, just real quick. Hey, what's happening? And come to find out they have like a whole celebration. It's super cool. And so I, I'm very excited to see what, you know, what this new game is going to bring when it comes to all that stuff. Yeah, and it seems like with this, the new thing with the holidays is that they're making it so it's more like an update rather than the other ones I think was like programmed into the game that this is going to be what uh, the holiday is going to be like. So it gives a little more customization in the future, similar to like Splatoon had the Splatfest. It's going to be interesting to see what they do each year with Bunny Day. Like, what's yeah, the new that it's not that the same thing every year or whatever. Like they're using, harnessing the power of the internet. They, they have wrangled that internet and they are using it to do some pretty incredible stuff. So, yeah, they got to break that wild stallion. It seems like it's not going to be just this writ thing that every year it's always the same that hopefully that they're able to kind of really mix it up, which I think that'd be cool. I might dip, I might dip in more often or, or longer than I've done in the past. So. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing with that. We got four-player co-op. Four-player co-op on this is going to be where you're following the one person. So if you go too far, you're going to get warped in. So it's not like go anywhere, do whatever you want kind of stuff. You got to be together as a group, which isn't my favorite of uh, co-op, no. but it it'll, it'll do just fine if you're into that kind of stuff. You got eight players that can come on online into your little uh, place, check it out, mess around with stuff. So there's a whole cloud saving and auto saving oh, dude, and all this this is a, this now, is a, it's this a mess, mess but the yeah. the reasoning like the way they've built this game it makes sense but i don't like it i'm like well maybe you should have built the game differently so <laughs> i don't know you should let's, let's just dive into it dev so that there won't be um cloud saves for this game yeah. which is nope a, a freaking bummer, man. Like they're saying that like in case the device is lost or stolen, there will technically be some kind of backup where we can 
be able to retrieve that for you. So it is technically backing up somehow, but the fact that they're not letting the users have access to it is kind of lame. It's like, come on, man, I'm paying for your freaking cloud backup. Like, let me have access to it in case something happens. It's like Nintendo has, has such a problem with cheaters in these games that it ruins the cloud backup thing. A lot of the problems that comes from cloud backup, it seems like it's from people that are cheating. So everyone gets screwed over because of a few people cheat. And I don't care if people cheat in Animal Crossing. <laughs> well, I was going <laughs> to say, like, is it are we it's competing? not competitive? Yeah, it's yeah, not like we're like, competing. I don't know. If someone wants to go to town and cheat. I don't know. But I don't think it's only for cheating. I think that is a an aspect of it. And, you know, of as far as like, hey, we make a trade and I trade you this item and then I hurry and disconnect and whatever. And, you know, I don't know. Who knows whatever that is. But I also think the way that they designed this game, so they designed that the game, you're playing on a Switch. No matter if you have a bunch of other profiles on that Switch, everybody shares the same island, which yeah. I mean, like yeah. an idea. And in the past, it's been this way on like GameCube and stuff like that. Like the idea of it is like, oh, yeah, that's kind of neat. But the downside is, is like, I don't want my kids on my island. I love my children. <laughs> I, I want to enjoy this island on my own. I, they are around me all the time. Let me have this island. And then they're going to come in and they're going to be planting trees all over my yard. It's going to piss me off. So I, you know, I don't like that. And, but the thing is, the reason why it won't let you back up the cloud save or let's say transfer to other uh, switch systems. <laughs> Is because like you transfer and then it's like there's no guarantee that those exact same players are on those other systems or when you back it up from the cloud. And I think that's where the real trouble is with like they're not wanting you to move it because, hey, those same people are going to be there. It'll screw up the game, cause problems. But I'm like, well, then don't make it this way. Don't that do it that way. So yeah. <laughs> like just make like it's not Let like everybody it's a have their own save file. Yeah. It's not a storage issue. <laughs> just make it these islands are too big these islands are too big trev you can't do it they want to create a sense of community i think like a community within your family you guys are all on the same island and i love that idea but honestly i'm like let me have the option then i'm like because you know what Devin, you know more now i love my children's but oh, i don't yeah, i don't want yeah. them playing this no. you know with me i want them to go enjoy their own islands go get, yeah. get off my lawn yeah dad dad needs a break you know give daddy yeah, a little dude. break time he needs a little time with his animals <laughs> okay Give me, give me my animal time. <laughs> it's kind of weird, and the funny thing is, even with this cloud back backup stuff, I've read news stuff recently that they switched the YouTube video where it said it was like the fine print was like one per one time you can trans you can get it from oh. Nintendo. They deleted mm -hmm. that fine print altogether. Really? I think Nintendo themselves do has no idea what they're doing Maybe with they. this thing. <laughs> and that's why if me and Trev sound confused about this, it's because we're a little bit confused because Nintendo themselves has no idea what they're doing with this cloud stuff. It's crazy to me. I just, it's like they're make not up being your mind. very clear. Yeah, you're taking out the because they know people hate it, and so they're kind of like, uh, maybe we will do this in the future. You can transfer things in the future, maybe. It's just it's chaos. It's weird. It's way weird. Yeah, to me, that's the worst part of this whole thing. But you yeah, know, it is very else seems Nintendo. Fine, like it seems good. But yeah, the whole online save transfer stuff. The other thing, Dev, is like you and I, we both have two switches. We have our main switch and our switch light. It's like so when we play this game we're gonna have to pick one and be like hey this is the one that i'm i know this sounds like a this is a very first world problem i know but the thing is is like i'm gonna have to pick one and be like that is the only one that i'll ever play animal crossing on and so i'm like debating which one do i want the one that's more portable or do i want the one that i can put up on the tv and i know that sounds really dumb but i hate having to worry about that i'm like just let me move stuff back and forth even if i don't back up to the cloud with pokemon i just transfer it whenever i'm like okay i want to use this other system okay transfer transfer save we're good to go so uh, it's just a little irritating i think yeah so the transfer save i'm pretty sure they've said it is coming but it's not going to be there on launch so we would i expect that sometime oh, really? in the summer or okay. something yeah so that was a worry for a lot of people but then they that's another thing that they switched on really quick and they're like oh, no, no 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 don't worry we're fine we'll get there like this is ridiculous this whole online you need to wrangle the horse my friend you got to ride that horse ride it because it's not mm. working it's not working at all yeah, 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 yeah. yeah dude <laughs> it's the worst part 
<laughs> you got you got me into it, dude. No, you're good. You're fine. Uh, that's that. Let's let's not talk about this stuff ever again. Online is a big turn. <laughs> yeah, move on. <laughs> oh, d- what I was thinking about. We have to do the switch. We have to do like the normal switch. We can't do the light because well, yeah. if we want we want to want it on the freaking big screen because Animal Crossing hasn't been on the big screen since GameCube era, and this game looks right. kind of pretty. It looks kind of pretty. It does. So I it actually it on looks the big cool. Screen. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to put it on that big screen, but I haven't touched my old switch since I got the switch light. So you're kind of putting it turns me on a, anymore. That's what I'm saying. Just is kidding. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it is a bummer though. I just, I want the options because sometimes I'm just in the mood. I'm like, I want that little device. I like that little guy, you know? So whatever. It's, it, it's really not a big problem. Pick a system, play it. Everybody most likely only has one. So it's like, whatever. Um, dude, the one thing I thought that was really cool is that there's like, uh, you can remodel the terrain of the island. So you can actually like create little hills or like ledges or, you know, change the direction of a stream. And that is cool because in past games, you couldn't do that. Like you were stuck with whatever the thing was that you chose at the very start. So I love that they're doing that to this game. Yeah, I think it's so, this is another thing that gamifies it to me that makes it more interesting. The fact, so here's the thing, like before to me, this game was a lot of chores, but now it's becoming something that's more like a Sims creator for me. I know it's like not full on Sims, but the idea of like being on an island and then making it your own thing, like literally like you can make the terrain your own kind of thing. So everyone's island doesn't look the same. You can move other people's houses and stuff. Like if you don't like where they living, you can move that. You can put decorations outside. Like we said before, like everything seems a customizable. Like you even like you can lay out streets and stuff like this is, this is kind of, cool to me this is like i'm like i i want to play this game like before it was like i don't want to do the chores but now i'm like i really want to make a cute cool world and so i'm gonna do it yeah i i couldn't agree more dude yeah this is the stuff for me this is like this is what makes me want to play this animal crossing and makes it better to me so yeah 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 well and the fact like you know you touched on something simple of like just being like hey i don't want you putting your house there can we put this over here uh it's so awesome because i remember i can't remember what animal crossing game it was i was playing but i'm like bro why did you build there and i was like pissed off so what i would do is when you go fishing and you know when you catch boots or whatever so i would stock up on boots and then i would gift these like dirty boots to the guy until he moved till he was like fine i'm out of your joint this place sucks and then he's like i'm out and i'm like hey Thank goodness. So, you know, I, I don't have to get all metal like that. I could just be like, hey, let's just move you over, you know? That way I don't have to send you dirty boots. Yeah, that's true. It does. You do miss the sociopathic uh, elements, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> How do I screw with my neighbor enough to get him out of this place? Who do I have to kill? What head of an animal do I need to put in his bed? Horse? <laughs> I mean, it seems to be a running so thing. So jacked up. I love but it. But seriously, <laughs> dude, yeah. That, I guess that I'm actually feeling bummed out about that. But that's okay. To me, it looks more gamified. It looks more uh, fun in that aspect and just yeah, the creation aspect. And- yeah, more to do. So for me, it looks like the better and maybe the best Animal Crossing from what I can see so far. But we'll see when the reviews hit uh, in a, like less than a month now, dude. So that's that. Diet asks, boys, the Animal Crossing Direct has come and gone. What was the one thing that blew you away, Trev? What is the one thing that convinced you that this Whoa. might be the game? The one thing... Uh, I think the crafting, like just the crafting and placing objects pretty much anywhere in the whole town it doesn't have to be just in your house. So I'm really excited about that. I mean, for me, same thing, crafting and, you know, terrain changing. And there's one thing I also forgot to mention is just that traversal is easier. Like there's ladders yeah. to go up, up hills. I hated how slow animal. I know it's a slow game, but I hated going around a freaking cliff because I couldn't get up it (laughs) makes the game just easier to play and more simple and fun to play to me when you have that kind of stuff. So traversal is a real big deal to me. So again, this looks like the best one to me. So that's what blew me away is just the, the possibilities seemed like there was more of them. Our second piece of news. We got a new switch, a switch light, a coral, coral colored switch, a nice pink color. It looks cool. It looks good. It's a it's a good looking switch. Not much to say about it. it, it it's not I my mean, like, favorite yeah, it's color. Just another 
I see. I love the coral color. I think it's great, and I like that. At least it's another option that you know, if someone wants something a little bit more feminine than awesome, go for it. Um, I honestly keep putting out colors. I like. I just love options. So yeah, I think it looks really neat. I I won't own it, but it looks really cool. Number three, Trev, we're going to talk about this little beast. So while we wait, Trevor, for directs, general directs, just a nice big old general beast. Just a big old juicy direct. Yeah, just nice chunky one. It seems that South Korea is uh, giving us a little a little direct themselves. They're just leaking a little bit here and there. It's a, it's a leaky ship. So we can expect, because they've been raided by South Korea, the XCOM 2 game will be coming to the Switch and Catherine Full Body Edition also coming to the Switch sometime this year because usually when they are raided, they come really soon afterwards. So expect that. Also... The similar leaks of Metro Redux came from this same kind of thing and Bioshock all came from (laughs) South Korea. So they're having their own direct South Korean direct. I'm loving it so far. Anticipation is high. Uh, So a lot of third party games that we're getting old third party games, but good third party games. XCOM 2. Yeah. And I know people love Catherine. I'm not a huge fan, but like XCOM 2 is awesome. So I I might even want to play that again on the Switch. Yeah, XCOM 2, very, uh, well, it's, it's, I was going to say very much like, uh, Mario vs. Rabbids, but it's actually the, the reverse. Mario vs. Rabbids <laughs> is copying yeah. from XCOM, but that's the game it is. Uh, very strategy based, uh, really cool game though. Catherine Full Body, uh, edition. Catherine is done by, uh, the Alice guys, um, but it's, it's uh it's just kind of it's more about the story. The gameplay is like a puzzle kind of game. It's really yeah. weird. I've never really been interested in that game, but I know a, lo- a lot of people love it. A lot of people love it, so that's cool. So all these are good. All these are going to be uh good third parties to see on the Switch. So that's pretty exciting. Dude, where's my direct ass? Guys, <laughs> with one of the rumored February directs behind us. Do you see the second direct coming February 27th or should we cool our jets and wait till March? Uh, people want to know, Trev, the people want to know the directs. I feel like I've, 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 I've guided people to so many wrong dates that I just, yeah, like, like I, I was going to start calling you Dev Stradamus, but then like you didn't live up to that name. So yeah, I said no Dev Stradamus. <laughs> no, so I wouldn't listen to me at all, <laughs> but Trevor could be Trev Stradamus. Yeah, they call him, yeah, Trev Stradamus. And, uh, I honestly, I don't think we're going to get one. I don't think we're going to get one on the 27th. I think we'll see it in March sometime, probably late March is my guess. And hopefully we get some more deets as far as new games. Like we said earlier, Animal Crossing is like the big game that Nintendo is putting out this year. Yes, there's Bayonetta 3 I think that they've talked about but I they I we don't know much else like we don't know much else from Nintendo themselves so I feel like soon I hopefully they start talking about it because I do want to see what what else they're going to be bringing to the table because I am worried that there's not going to be much from actual Nintendo yeah it is looking it is feeling a little worrisome for a lot of people actually a lot of consoles for me but this this is a uh, this one I'm like I don't know Nintendo you got to show something because we're really in a weird space now it's like no like maybe they're just holding out until Animal Crossing's out, so we're like only focused on Animal Crossing and not worrying about anything else. I have no idea, but it's very strange to me. So yeah, dude, I don't know. I'm with Trevor. I think March is probably more practical, more realistic, but it's possible. It's possible. There's a lingering feeling in the back of my head that that's a possibility. Number four, Remember Her asks, Hi guys, IGN did an interview with Atlas recently asking about the possibility of a Persona 5 being on the Switch. Atlas basically said that fans shouldn't lose hope over the proposition and that they should continue to voice their wants. With this statement (laughs) and the most recent survey released by Atlas about 
what games we would want to come to the Switch. Do you see Persona 5 ever coming to the Switch or any other mainline Persona game for that matter? Any Persona game at all. So let me give you a little history, Trev. History me. Persona, uh, no mainline Persona has ever been on any other thing that's not Sony related in any way. So Persona 1 was a PlayStation 1, Persona 2, all, all the way down the line. Each one was in its own thing, only right. on only on a Sony console. So Nintendo has had like the side gigs, you know, you got your Q fours and your Q twos and your weird games games. and yeah, Yeah. whatever the side story stuff. Yeah. So with that kind of past, I do think it's possible that we will not see a persona game, but I mean, with all these interviews and blah, 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 it is possible. Who knows? And it's it's just interesting that they're, they're just stringing fans along for so long. Yeah. What a (laughs) weird thing for them to say, man. Like Alice is like, Hey, don't ever lose hope. Keep voicing your wants. I'm like, what does that even mean, dude? Like, like, okay, I guess we'll keep hoping. Like, I don't know. I, I was hoping that it was coming to Switch, but honestly, I think I've lost hope that it would. Um, especially, you're right, Dev. Like, it's been a PlayStation franchise, essentially, uh, for, at least for the main games. That I don't think we will see it. But that is just a weird thing for them to say, as opposed to, like you said, leading fans on, like, just come out and say it. Be like, nah, dude, like, Sony helped pay for this, so it's going to stay here. So, like, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. Just saying it. Just say that. No, it won't go anywhere else. Or be like, yeah, we're actually thinking about it, but we don't know. I don't know. No, it is so strange. It's like, dude, dude, why? Why are you like continuing this weird tradition of just stringing us along? You haven't even given us Shimaganmei Tensei Five, which was like the very first game shown on the Switch when it came out. It was like, here's a teaser trailer. It's been three years, dude. Get hmm. with that before you get into any personas. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just like, it's, it's so strange to me that they're even doing this. The only way I can see this happening, I don't know if, PlayStation actually does have an exclusive deal. It doesn't seem like they do. I just feel like they have a good relationship. But I think the only thing that's actually holding it back is if Sony doesn't do a handheld anymore. Seems like they do like to mess with handhelds. So it's possible that we do get it because of that reason. But who knows? So we'll see. We shall see. Number five, before we get into this next story, Trev, we're going to get a little serious. We're going to get down. So we know video games are silly. Would you say non-essential? Non-essential. Yeah. (laughs) Non-essential. Listen, we love them. And I know that they help people get out of depression and blah, blah, blah. I get the good things of video games, but compared to a lot of the sad stuff in the world, they're kind of whatever. Uh, So this one ties into some real world stuff. Um, So we're not, we're not here to be offensive or belittle anything that has to do with the coronavirus or anything like that. So we're going to talk about that stuff. We know it's serious. We know it's a tragic thing. Lots of people have died and are sick. So this is just meant to inform people. That's it. We're just informing people. That's it. We know relating it to sales of games or anything like that is pretty silly and stupid. So whatever. Uh, <laughs> so recent trends uh, seem to point that shortages sort uh, short. Oh my gosh. Recent trends seem to point to shortages. So I can't do it, Trev. I can't do it. I'll say it. Sh- shortages. So imagine, imagine saying the word short and then ages. Short ages. ages. Short ages. Short <laughs> ages ago. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, oh short gosh. ages of the Nintendo Switch <laughs> due to the coronavirus affecting Asian countries in which the Nintendo manufacturing happens for the Switch. Uh, so it's likely that these shortages will affect the United States as soon as April and already have affected countries like Japan. Uh, The coronavirus also seems to be affecting next generation consoles as well, with reports of the PS5 being affected by the virus and its hit on the Chinese Asian manufacturing companies there. So here's a little interesting thing as far as Japanese sales right now because of the coronavirus. So the original Switch model has always been like the highest grossing one. And then the light is less grossing. Okay. Uh, you got 16,000 uh, consoles roughly that were sold that are just the regular Switch. When last week it was 79,000. So there's like a huge drop, like a huge drop in that console. And then when you go to the Switch Lite, which there is actually more of those in the world right now, uh, it has a sales figure of 63,000 when last week it was 21,000. So we're basically flip-flopping from the two Switches. So the the main guy, which is usually the high oh, wow. seller, is now the low seller. And then the Lite is now selling more. 
And uh, it's definitely to do with the coronavirus. So it's very interesting to see that switch. And it's possible that we'll have a similar thing happening here in the United States and uh, UK and other places as well. And is that mainly, Do you, are they th- saying mainly just because of like production? Like they're not yeah. able to, like what's already out there are a lot of lights and they are exactly. waiting for shipments or whatnot. Okay, cool. And that makes sense because I know a lot of places, yeah, a lot of the production is kind of shut down in China to avoid the spread of the coronavirus, which is a bummer. Uh, that's interesting. And it, it's weird because all this tech, like tech in general is going to be affected by this and uh, which will be bad for all of our economy. We're a world economy. So it's kind of a tragic story in general, just people dying money wise, like it will affect a lot of jobs and all that kind of stuff. So very interesting. So as far as switch stuff goes, just kind of like a more informative stuff. If you need to get a switch, get it now and hopefully, you know, and stay healthy, hopefully. And anyone out there i hope you guys are healthy so pro tips all right n- n- the nintendo show pro tips wash your dang hands wash your hands don't eat soup with with what it was it bat something bat, bats don't put don't put bats in your mouth don't put bats near your mouth yep, if keep a bat bats touched, away, away from your mouth yeah if bats touch you you burn your hands you burn your clothes don't touch the bats bats are bad bats are bad rats are bad bats are bad Anything about the ats are bad at ats are bad uh these are all bad things so you gotta watch out <laughs> gotta watch out i love it all right any other pro tips for everybody uh do not bring your sick kids places or you as a sick person because when i am working and i see these people coughing over children's toys i think to myself you're the reason you're the reason that the disease spreads <laughs> this was you you oh, are man. the problem so stay in your home zero be nice be be good to the people around you. Make sure you're not sick and uh, it should all be good. This is also interesting for next generation stuff, Trev. So PS5 is not giving their price right now. And it might be also due to the coronavirus and parts being more money when you're going to different like outlets for manufacturing sure. and stuff. So this might affect Xbox with their new consoles and PlayStation. So they might have shortages as well at the beginning of their new consoles. So it's going to be an interesting place. Deep Sea asks, how do you guys see the coronavirus affecting gaming, especially if the year where manufacturing and new consoles is key. Uh, basically, I think the answer is that we'll see uh, shortages and also that it may affect cells, uh, figures and stuff and probably jobs for a lot of people, too. And uh, hopefully it doesn't get so bad that it's like something to really like it's going to take us all out. So hopefully it's not that exactly. bad. <laughs> hopefully but, it's uh, not that bad. Well, yeah, the, I think we'll see shortages of supplies and parts and whatever like that's a bummer but hey crap happens and we just got to roll with it we just got to remember that hey this is just silly tech stuff it's awesome but you know what if they need to shut down a factory for a little bit it's more important that they do that yeah lives are more important for sure so don't worry don't be too freaking out when you don't get your ps5s and your xbox uh x's or whatever it's okay it'll be all right (laughs) Uh, and same with, uh, same with you switch guys out there, you Nintendo guys. Um, yeah. And the only other thing I could see is that, uh, jobs might like maybe because this, I mean, it's happened where China has had several different, like big, uh, viruses happen in their world because of this similar thing where someone eats something that they shouldn't, or there's this cross between human DNA and animal stuff and it's possible that people are going to be like, you know, I don't want to manufacture in China anymore because we don't want this to happen, you know? So who knows? It's, it's right. a lot of stuff in the air. So that's that. And that bummer is now done. Everyone be healthy, be good, be wise. And uh, hopefully we treated that with some respect. Number six, Trev, our last bit of news is a special report by our senior correspondent, Trevor Payne, who is reporting on the ground. Trev? Trev? Uh, oh, what do you Devin, see there? but you got it. You got, you got it so wrong. I'm not, I'm not on the ground. I'm in the clouds, dog. I'm in the clouds. <laughs> reporting from the clouds. Okay. Thank you. There we go. All right. I'm, That's the wind effect. Oh, okay. Shoot. That's really good. Yeah, it was good. No, thank you. On, <laughs> thanks for Devin. You could go into some Foley work, dude. You could be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you could be a major got, Foley artist. <laughs> dude, I got, st- I got the, I got the mics. I'm ready, dude. I'm ready. All right. Cloud streaming is all the rage right now, right? You have uh, Stadia, GeForce Now, xCloud. There's like so many other companies starting to talk about streaming games. And essentially, basically, you're just through the internet streaming video feed from a server somewhere to like your phone or computer and you're able to play these games 
essentially anywhere you go, right? So, Devin, have you had a chance to try any of this cloud gaming stuff? Have you been able to dip at all? No, I haven't. Just because my internet, I don't even think could sure. even have the capacity well, to dip. I don't know if it's quite <laughs> hey, that's in all right. the dipping capacity. It's not dippable? Not dippable. Yeah, I just don't have the dip. No, that's okay. But the, And I think that's something to remember with this whole cloud thing is that there's a lot of people just like you, Dev, where right where they particularly live, they don't have the best internet, and that's a bummer. But I want to regale a tell. Devin. Regale me, I, my friend. Regale. I'm a, dude, I'm like, no, like, so anyways, this made me such a believer in this technology. So I've tried every single one of these. I've been playing around with all of them. I'm a, uh, I don't want to admit it, but a Stadia founder, and I wish I didn't do that, but I just love, love this tech. So I was, all right, it's been a busy week. I've been slammed. My kids have been playing like soccer every single day. He's had like tournaments and all this stuff, craziness, right? Anyways, I haven't had a lot of time to play games. I haven't wanted to play some games. So we were, I started playing Borderlands 3. So you know how I was hating on that. I'm like, I got to give this a fair shake. Bring the love. Having uh-huh. a lot of fun with it right now. So nice, I've been playing nice. that, but then... I took my son to soccer practice. It's like super far out there away from anything. So I'm like, I can't just drop him off and head home for a bit or whatever. So I stayed there. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something. I brought my Xbox controller. It has a little phone clip on it. And I have my, you know, my Galaxy Note 10 or whatever. And I was like, I'm going to try doing some cloud streaming and see if I can actually play games. I'm like, because this is essentially where I would use this, right? And it, Devin, it was so cool. I, I, I opened up GeForce Now. I boom, hit the button. It loaded it up. It played so smooth. It felt so good. Like I played and I had like two hours to kill. Normally I would have been like just going insane, but it was so awesome. Like I sat there and I played through a bunch of Borderlands and I was so into it and I loved it. It was fantastic. I am a huge fan of this potential technology. It was incredible. Um, And so again, there is like a teeny bit of lag, but the thing is, is once I got used to it, I was playing the game no problem and totally forgot about it. I really do think this is going to be a huge part of gaming going forward. Now, I don't know if it will be my only part like down the road. Like as long as there's some kind of hardware, I'm going to get that hardware. But there's going to be these moments when I go on a trip or I have a few minutes it's on a lunch break or whatever where I could pull out my phone and a controller and I could just be playing the game and it was so freaking cool Devin like it, that made me a believer and I just wanted to share it like because I've tried all these different services and they've they've all worked really well but uh, the thing I really like about the NVIDIA GeForce Now service is that they don't sell you the games you're simply just using games that you bought on Steam that you bought on Epic that you bought you know in different places and so you already own those games you just pay them five dollars a month to have access to cloud services and you just and it's great so I don't have to like Stadia buy a dumb version of Borderlands on Stadia. And then when I get home, not played on my, on my PC, you know? So like it was, it was such a cool experience. So anyways, I I think they're going to work out all the, you know, bugs and figure out kind of how this is going to look. Xbox's X cloud is actually really promising. I've been really enjoying that, but I was, it was just such a cool experience. I just wanted to share. Is this going to destroy the switch? Is this going to kill the switch? So part of me actually thought about that because I I did debate like when I went, I purposely brought my Xbox controller. So I'm like, I'm going to test this. I'm going to see if this works. And I purposely left my switch home because I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to try this and, and play. I'm like, little experiment but i was like yes i would actually probably leave my switch home if i could play you know borderlands 3 on the go whenever i want without any issues like so i think it could potentially have some effect but the downside is though you do have to have great internet and luckily i was in an area where i was getting incredible 4g speeds and stuff like that so it was no problem but uh you know that will be a huge factor but we'll We'll have to kind of see how it all plays out. But there is something special about having like the actual hardware there playing it in front of you. You're not 
reliant on internet and things like that. But in that experience, it was awesome. We are in an interesting spot. I do think that is the future of gaming for sure. And I do think it could definitely hurt the Switch. Again, Nintendo has its uh, exclusives. That's how it's won out a lot of the time. Yeah, it wins out because of that. Obviously, the Switch is reliable at this point. It's always going to work, you know. But when you get 5G internet and that stuff, I feel like it's going to be a point where you're like, oh, there's the tipping point and... Well, maybe not, you know? Yeah, if I could just play any game that I'm currently playing at home and it's like a full AAA crazy awesome game and just have it on the go with me wherever, it's like, why wouldn't I be playing that? So it's... I don't know. It was it was a very interesting experience. But the thing is that made me it made me think too. I was like, oh, I I wish Nvidia would just put out like an app for the Switch because I feel like this hardware is so cool that I could just tether it to internet and then use that to play games on the go. And I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to get XCloud or Stadia or um, the GeForce Now, you know, app on actual Switch hardware. I was like, that would that would be cool and. Nintendo's actually been testing this in Japan with, what was it, Resident Evil 7, I think, is one of them, and then Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and they said both of those worked really well. And Japan has really great internet, and that's probably why. But yeah, they said both of those work really well. Nintendo had, like, well, LTE or, like, 5G in its future Switch models or something like that that would help out a lot. Or just even, like... Like you said, tethering is fine too. Like as long as the apps and stuff, you have some kind of service that actually works. Again, like we were just saying with Animal Crossing, Nintendo's not in a good place with internet. So they need to work with somebody or they need to really figure it out themselves. And I think that's what they need to do for the next generation above anything else is figure out internet. Like if you figure out internet, I think you guys will be okay because streaming is the next deal. It really is. So that's very interesting, Trev. Very cool to hear, man. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. The future's it coming. It is. I, it, it felt like the future is what it felt like. And that just really wowed me, which I, I get excited about that stuff, Devin. I get so excited. Thanks for the report from the cloud, Trev. Now we're going back to our regular programming. All right, Trev, we're going to go to 10 questions, and this is how it works. Trev will give me a year and then the console of a certain game. Then it's up to me to ask yes, no questions uh, to Trev to see if they are correct. And hopefully I get it in 10 questions or less. And if I do, I win. If I don't, I I lose and shame upon my family forever. That's how it goes. Trev, you got the game. Tell me the console in the year. Tell me that console in the year. Where where am I at? Oh, boy. So that console is the Nintendo Entertainment System. And the release year was 1988. 1988. Oh, Trav. All right. This is a year before I was born, everyone. This is going to be rough. I'm going to give it my best shot. Trev, is this a platforming game? It is. They're all platforming games. On I know. NES. I know. I'm just hey, kidding. Hey, not all of them. There's some sport ones. I know. Is it like a Nintendo like property, like a Nintendo exclusive property that I'm looking at here? Yes. Yes. Okay. So platformer Nintendo exclusive property in 1988. So I'm probably looking at like a Mario game. Because uh, I don't think, and yeah, is this based in the Mario universe? It is based in the Mario universe, yes, sir. All right, 1988. Uh, is there Mario uh, bros in this game? Two bros. <laughs> are there two bros in this game? Yes, there are. There are two bros in this game. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Nice. Uh, is it a single screen game? It is not. No, it's not a single screen game. And there's your five questions so far. Okay, I was thinking it was Mario Bros, like the arcade one that was like, like the OG. Yeah, flip the turtles, flip them turtles. Okay, so it's got. I can't even remember Mario Bros, but the first one didn't have both Bros in it. 
I don't think. Did it have both bros in it? Uh-oh. Trev? It might have Trev. done. I'm not t- I can't answer until after. <laughs> um, are you picking up turnips or anything like that in this game and throwing them at birds? <laughs> wow, that is quite the question. And Devin, yes, you are. <laughs> oh, buddy. Is it Mario Brothers 2 for the United States? It is. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, man, I love this game so much. I wish they would make another Mario game like this one. Like, I, there was something special about this game. It really, yeah, dude, it's a very, what was it based off? I can't remember, but it wasn't. Doki Doki Doki, Panic. That's right, Doki Doki Panic. It's funny that that game is like, so good that it was like Mario Bros category good. Like when I play that game, I'm like, I kind of like this more than the first one, but I don't know. I love, I just like the idea of like throwing things. It was really fun and playing all four different characters was really cool. Like each one did their own different thing. Like Peach was, yeah, they had like their own. Exactly. Well, and I loved also, like I thought the characters are really unique and cool and felt very different. The music was just phenomenal the music was beautiful i still like i'm thinking about it right now and i'm just smiling because the music i love it so much and so i you know i i wish i know this is kind of like the redheaded stepchild of uh mario games as far as like you know those in japan and whatnot you know because what was it lost levels was technically two or whatever yeah it was two Yeah. yeah But this game was so cool, and I, I you know, I, I know it gets love, but I just want to make sure everyone knows how amazing it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, it's super good. What's good? What's gonna remake of that bad boy? I want to see the uh, little turn turnips in three D, throw them, them turnips in three D. Uh, I really like that game, so check it out if you haven't, guys. It's really good. Let's get into fan questions, Trev. But first, before we do that, last week we asked to share your biggest gaming-related uh, regrets. Uh, thanks for everyone who did share. And here's one of our favorites. This comes from Cole, who responded with this doozy. I'm pretty sure I traded my 64 controller and like 20 games for a wireless Xbox controller to a system I didn't even own. Genius. <laughs> That uh, that it was so genius. Yeah, dude, so genius. I I feel really bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cole, but I but but I've been there, dude. I've been there. Like I remember, like when 360 came out, uh, that the console was really like hard to find. But we bought like the controllers before it even came, so we just had this 360 oh, controller. Really? Okay, yeah. we just had the controller. We were so and I like I skipped school. You're like just sitting and, there with this dude, controller. yeah, with this controller, and I skipped school like for like a month just trying to find that this Xbox 360. I was so into it. I was like, I want that Call of Duty too. Anyways, yeah, we just were holding out the controller, me and my buddy, and I was like, yeah, this is this is life. This is one day I'll get to enjoy the goodness, which is the <laughs> Xbox. But yeah, I feel you. Dude. Well, and if I remember, if I remember right, because the original Xbox didn't, it was all wired controllers yeah, as yeah. far as first yeah. party. But yeah. Logitech had the wireless one and it had this like <laughs> little thing that you'd plug in and it had this weird little uh, Logitech like little hub looking thing that would like sit out in front of your console somewhere and it wirelessly connect to it it was really dope it was a cool controller and yeah oh, dude it was so good so you know what cole maybe you were maybe that was worth it you never know choices were made choices were made thanks for sharing that cole for sure man uh okay let's get into fan questions uh juan vargas asked if you could travel in any nintendo related way how would you commute to work? Any related Nintendo what? way, how would you commute to work? Oh, like like character-wise? So like it could be on Samus's ship. It can be oh, like yeah, any yeah, way. Yeah, okay. It okay, could be okay. in a cart. It could it could be any character. It could be Mario's cape thing or his little uh I would travel by Yoshi. You'd oh, final answer. Dude, okay. All right. You, you just see g- me. Obviously, it wouldn't be very efficient. It would take me a little while. But dude, just seeing me riding on a dinosaur. Ah, oh, dude, that would be fantastic. That's oh, pretty intense. Be so 
so freaking BA, dude. Just and I'd have like the coolest hat on as well. It would be my Yoshi hat. I gotta say, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But may I just up the stakes just by a little knock? Yes, yes, you may. In Smash Brothers, you can travel in somebody. I would suggest that I travel a Kirby by, by Kirby. Kirby comes into the office. <laughs> I'm chilling in Kirby's stomach. I'm trying to get to see what's inside that boy. What's inside that? Oh, you pink don't want to know. You don't want to see what's inside that guy. Oh, Devin, the, that he is made of nightmares. <laughs> the things he's he's eaten. I could see a whole bunch of Nintendo characters. That's in there. where the coronavirus started. <laughs> Shoot, dude. <laughs> That's the beginning. Dude, yeah. And he'll just like spit me out. I'll be a cute little star for a second. And then you second. get there and just <laughs> Yeah. People people are like, whoa, what is this? A, li- a live Kirby comes into the office and vomits on the floor. Hi, guys. <laughs> I'm here to work. Love it. Yep. Dude, oh, that's I guess I good. love this question. Oh, I'm also thinking I would... I would uh, Metroid style, like turn into a little, that little morph ball, like the ball. And then I want, but this is what I would want. So I would want there to be some kind of like, you know, when you go to a bank, there's those nomadic tubes that you send like the money through. I want them to have one that you just like, you roll into the ball and you just suck into one of those and just shoot you across the country. That'd be fantastic. That'd be sick. Also, I would try the same thing at the banks. Yeah. That's how I rob the bank. I was was going to say, you got to try the bank. You must. Try the bag. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the law. Anyways. Dude, that's great. I love that. Uh, question. That's an awesome question. Thanks, Juan. That's great. Uh, Kyle M asks, "What is your favorite franchise in video video games or movies? Favorite franchise in a video game or movie?" You go first, Dev. Uh, I really love, as far as movies go, I love the Harry Potter franchise. I don't know why I love the Harry it's Potter so franchise. Good. I watch it like it's every it's year consistently. Yeah, it's amazing. I just watch it consistently every year. And for me, that series is as a movie, like don't count the new ones, but just Harry Potter itself uh, is the most consistent movie franchise for me. Like, it's just, you know what you're getting. It's not like none is like really worse than the other. There's some that are worse, but they're not like tragically, you know, awful. You know, there's not so yeah, much. Up no, and, I feel like they're yeah. all good. They're all good. Yeah. That's it's awesome. not like it's not ups and downs for me, like Star Wars for me. Like, I love Star Wars, but there are like some where I'm like, no, like episode two. I'm like, can we do this? Like, can I watch episode two again? You know, like there's great moments in episode two and a lot of good things came from the prequels and stuff, but it's like, there's a lot of up and downs for me on that series, but that's one of star Wars would be a close second, obviously, but that's mine as far as I th- movies. Okay. What about video game? Dude, video game oh, okay. is hard. You go and then I'll try to think of that is game. tough. Okay. So, all right. So for me, movie, it's absolutely star Wars, like hands down. I can't even like even the worst star Wars movies. I still enjoy them to a point. And also because I am so deep into just the star Wars universe and lore and reading books and comics and all that stuff. Even when I watch those like crappy ones, like two, you know, I will watch it almost from like this, like, I'm trying to discover connections and like, I just like, I, I watch it with like, okay, what I know now from what I've read in the books and the comic books and the games and all this stuff, and then watch it from a different pair of eyes almost. And so like I, Star Wars for me, hands down my absolute favorite. It just makes me so happy. And I love that universe Um, for games for games that's a that's a harder one but i would probably say zelda like i know that we're zelda fanboys but i just that it's charming i love the i love freaking elves i don't know why i like elf crap and uh yeah dude like and just always like it just it just is makes me happy makes me smile yeah i'm with you that's mine like i was truly trying to think about i was like i really love mario i love halo but zelda is the one that i'm i really just love the characters i love repeating the same legend but in a different way over and over again i love like the moments there's a lot of really good quiet like good moments in Zelda games where you're like, nothing has to be said. It's just sweet, beautiful, like swelling music or sweet music, like, like leaving the forest as link and like Ocarina of time. When you're like little kid link, you say goodbye to your friends, you know, and then you come back yeah, again like as a an adult. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. really weird coming back, you know, as a, and having that Peter Pan thing, but you grow, you grew older while they stay young. Like there's like these weird, like little 
uh, vignettes, these little moments that I think Zelda does better than, you know, a lot of other games. And so for me, yeah, Zelda hands down. And like, again, consistency, like Zelda is consistently good. Like for me, I know there's some ones that are not as great, but I, I love everyone that I've played. So yeah, Zelda for me, for sure. Uh, Jake Hughes asks, if you could have any Mario power up, what would it be and why? Mm. Oh, the frog suit. I don't know. That just looks real cool. Uh, frog suit so I could swim real fast and then I could jump real high. Yep. my I would love those two things. Frog suit. Frog suit. Frog suit. Is that a suit or is it the frog itself? From Odyssey? No, dude. Or is that there a guy, frog he's suit? Total, he is not in inside of a frog. Like, there's no way. Like, he's he's putting on a suit, right? Like, I'm pretty sure. Nah, dude. Oh, he's, no. a, he's, possess, he's possessing that animal. He's doing Are some you sure? dirty. Yeah, Mario got Is in this touch in the with lore an, books. It's in the lore. Mario got in touch with an evil hat, and that evil hat does voodoo, hoodoo, so good. That hat he he possesses things, you know. Nope. So no, dude, no, it's a suit. Dude, it's not a suit. It's a suit. He's <laughs> not zipping up. You when you when he when he throws the hat on, he ain't in. The, he's not a suit. He's possessing that character. Mario's off screen. The real Mario's off screen somewhere just like high on mushrooms and the, the hat's possessed. him. I don't think it's a so suit. I don't I'm think se- it counts. I don't think so it So I'm counts. sending you a link, Devin. I know this doesn't play very well on podcasts, but I'm sending you a link to a Google image of uh-huh. <laughs> our Mario bros throwing on some frog suits. I sent it. Click it, dude. It's a virus. <laughs> redirection notice it's a virus trev oh my gosh dude i said the wrong one i'm gonna believe that it's a suit (laughs) i'm gonna believe it's a suit but i am telling you right now that man that frog is possessed all of them are possessed trev if he was a suit why is the frog moving beforehand oh dude good point i think you just stumped me it's not a whole bunch of moving suits i'm just saying i'll accept it on a on a on a technicality but i don't know I don't know. I'm going to go cat suit because it's it's fitting. It, it, you look nice and fine in it. And it has great power abilities. I mean, you're scratching, you attack things. It's really fun to be in a cat suit, I guess. Catwoman's cool. Sure. I'm down for a cat suit. <laughs> I don't know if I look good in a cat suit, but hey, nothing says manly like a cat suit. <laughs> so, like a yeah. nice tight cat suit i dig it i like that you're sending me uh, the link on uh facebook thank you let's let's look at this it's it's mario Wiki, dude. so this i no 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 so it's a suit okay because it says frog suit i'm just saying and then from boom, super mario okay, brothers 3 from super mario brothers 3 okay okay so it's from another mario oh brothers dang it I, never mind i was talking don't, about the other click. one oh okay. what are you sending to me what I just, I just feel like it's important, you know. This is worth it. Just wait, just wait. Okay. Oh boy, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. So help me. If this is the Mario Brothers movie, so help me. If there is a Mario Brothers movie link in here, so help me, sir. Where is Frog Suit? Okay, here it comes. Mario Wiki. Okay, now we're getting into the cartoon territory, which is freaking me. Yeah. So okay. the cartoon, they're constantly putting on the frog suit. Dude, this shows clearly Mario and Luigi suiting up Had, as frogs. That's a good point. Yes, we do mm-hmm. have visual confirmation, everyone. We do have visual confirmation. Trevor is correct. However, uh, it was not those frogs in Mario Odyssey, not frog suits. Just to clear that up. Oh, I not see, yeah, I'm not talking about dude. Odyssey's not canon. <laughs> what the frick? <laughs> I, just I was can't. talking about Odyssey this whole time. Were you really? I was think, I was talking about three. Three? Uh, oh, okay. Anyways. No, sorry. Yeah. I was talking about Odyssey. Well, wow. We went roundabout there. Different pages. We went roundabout there. Totally different pages. <laughs> yeah, Frog Suit. Totally cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was a weird one. All right. Next. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's get to new releases, Trev. Okay. Games coming out this week. Rune Factory 4 Special. I've heard of the title. I don't know what it's about. Have you heard of this game? Do you know what it's, it's about? It's a factory with runes. It, no, it's, it's uh runes. it's like um uh it's like a Japanese Stardew Valley-esque kind oh, of thing. Okay. Okay. Didn't we just have this? I swear we talked about this recently. We talked about it I, when we were covering the upcoming games. That's why when we we're talking about the games coming out. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. So this is coming. <laughs> Samurai Showdown. Samurai Showdown, Trev. Uh, this is a SNK game. Got samurais in it. Got fighting in it. Go do that. Next up, Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection. Yes. Your boy, Trev, your boy. Yes, pick this up. These are some of the best. These are fantastic Mega Man games. And Zero is such a cool character. This is going to be such a cool collection. I am ecstatic about it. So please, if you like any kind of Mega Man game and you haven't played these ones because they were on Game Boy Advance, like check this out. Like It is so good. They are awesome. Yeah, they do a good job. Legacy collections, all of them have been great ports, so go check those out. Uh, Two Point Hospital, don't know much about it. I know some people like it. It's like a, it's a hospital game or something. All right, Blood Roots. Uh, Trev, <laughs> have you seen Blood Roots? This was like on no, one of the, I don't know what in, that is. It was one. It was on. You'll. I think you, if I describe it, hopefully, uh, to you will remember. In in an indie showcase, there was a game with this uh, lumberjack guy that was. Uh, I was like top down, and it was like Hotline Miami and stuff, kind of like super violent kind of lumberjack man. That's he was. Oh, uh, that's uh, right. Like murdering people all over the place, top down. He was like on grabbing all yes. kinds of weird stuff and destroying people. And it's all about it like comboing cool. and doing some. Like, yeah, that's it sounds cool. Yeah, it looks sure. cool. It looks cool. If you're into that uh, Hotline Miami kind of stuff, it looks cool. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, Metro Redux coming out this week as well. Uh, if you haven't played a Metro game, go play a Metro game. This is a, it's a good series. It's old, but it's good. Very Fallout-esque, but a little more uh, condensed than that game, I think. But go check yeah, that not out. Not like an open world RPG. Like very, it's a, it's Call of Duty-esque as far as like shooter exactly, campaign yeah. style. So yeah, very more cool. campaign, but yeah, you got side quests, stuff like that. Just not quite on the Fallout scale or the other. So that's that. Let's get into our final recommendations where we give something awesome to check out video games or otherwise. Trev, your recommendation this week? Yep. My recommendation is go check out NVIDIA GeForce Now. I talked about it earlier as far as the cloud streaming stuff. They have, so if you go to their website, sign up, you actually get 90 days free to test it. And then after that, it's just $5 a month. So it's not a crazy cost. uh, And you have access to whatever PC games. Now they have to... The companies have to be okay with you streaming it, so they have to like put their stamp of approval. But there's like a thousand different games on Steam that you're able to stream, and it is awesome. Check it out. Yeah, I'll check it out because that seems really cool. I don't know what games I have on Steam right now, though. I haven't messed with my Steam account forever. Gotta gotta dash that bad boy off. <laughs> Give it a good roll. There you go. Because uh, I know mm-hmm. I have something on there. Uh, my recommendation is go check out some arcades. Uh, we have like a fat cats over here. It's not like the best arcades ever, but we have a lot of fun. We go over there, get our tickets on. Got a, I got a shy guy, uh, from an arcade what? place just barely. Yeah. A little Aww. stuffed shy guy looking at me. Uh, yeah. So it, I it's, love shy guys, dude. I love arcades. It's really cool. It's just fun <laughs> to like play in a different, like a different setting, just to have the lights shining in the environment. We took uh, my little kid with me and my little son. And it was a lot of fun. So, uh, I recommend oh, it. Awesome. Recommend Very if cool. you haven't been to an arcade fi- for a while, go check it out. There's a lot of good ones out there in the world, but Utah, not home of uh, many amazing ones but uh it's still fun to go check out see what they got so go do that uh that's it for the nintendo show you you listened uh our website is nintendoshow.com you can join us on our facebook group and you can follow us on twitter at nintendo show pod and remember to like share rate us and uh on itunes leave us a nice review and that will help us out quite a bit thank you guys uh for the support We appreciate it very much. And as always, we will see you next week. Have a good one. Bye.